was an unscrupulous, egotistical fanatic. Although he portrayed himself as a humble and patriotic man, he was, deep down, personally ambitious to a fault and capable of coldly calculated and horrific acts of unspeakable barbaric cruelty. This army followed their leader, a man who, although born a farmer, had gone into banditry by his sixteenth birthday. The man claimed he was forced to do so to hide from corrupt authorities. The real reason, though, was that he had shot a rancher who supposedly accosted one of his sisters. His skills as a fugitive bandit, his fighting ability, and his knowledge of the land later allowed him to achieve great success as a rebel fighter in the uprising against the President of Mexico. He eventually rose in stature sufficiently enough to command an army of rebels that at one point numbered in the thousands. Such leaders are often desirable in the fury of battle, but when political tides change and peace becomes more attractive, their warrior skills are later perceived as a threat to the very same group that had loyally supported them. Such had been the fate of this general, and sadly his last battle had been a disaster. With fewer troops now and with his former supporters turning against him, he had decided to seek a quick and easy victory for his diminishing army. It mattered little to him that he was attacking a town of innocent men, women, and children. It mattered little that the attack would be unprovoked, without warning, and engaged primarily against civilians. And it mattered even less that he was attacking a town on foreign soil. The general had divided his troops into a two-pronged attack by well over a hundred men against a small American town that had absolutely nothing to do with his revolution. The soldiers had been briefed very little, but it wouldn't have mattered how much they had been briefed. The average revolutionary cared very little about anything except the final outcome of the cause, while the rest of the soldiers cared only about survival and personal comfort. As far as most of the men were concerned, the end justified the means. Besides, who cared what happened to a town full of gringos? The town below was asleep as the rebel army poised for the attack. Machetes had been sharpened, guns had been cleaned and oiled, and rifles were loaded. Little did anyone know it at the time, but this was to be a defining moment in history. The sleepy town was Columbus, New Mexico— and the people living there were about to be attacked by an invading army from across the border, an army led by General Pancho Villa. Chapter 1 The old trooper sat astride a large black stallion perched atop a high, grassy knoll. He had left his ranch and come up to this nearby place to ponder things. Here it was quiet. Here it was shady, and the view of the surrounding area was magnificent. It was a calm and peaceful place. It was a good spot to relax and contemplate the future. The man puffed on a well-worn, full-bent, hand-carved briar wood pipe. It had seen so much use, it now seemed almost a part of him. Looking out over the landscape, there was one thing that kept returning to his thoughts. It was the same question many have asked of themselves at such an age. How the Sam Hill did I ever get to this point in my life? To the old man, it seemed like it was just yesterday when he had stood ramrod straight on that distant Cuban battlefield. Through the smoke that wafted up from his pipe, he could almost visualize his army unit's flags billowing. 
When the wind blew across the knoll, it made the tree leaves rustle, and that somehow reminded him of the music from the military band that had played on the parade ground back on that glorious day. Even after all this time, the words of the commanding officer of his regiment still resonated in his mind. For conspicuous gallantry, above and beyond the call of duty, it is my honor and privilege to award to Sergeant Major Thaddeus McCallum this medal. A tear began to form in the corner of the old man's eye as he recalled his comrades from the old unit cheering, Hip, hip, hurrah! Hooray for Thaddeus McCallum, the Iron Sergeant! That, of course, had been back in 1898, when the Spanish-American War had finally come to an end. Even though handing out medals had been the order of the day, there was just cause for Sergeant Thad McCallum to take pride in his. McCallum had more than earned his honors in battle.